and welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we're doing episode 146 of the Deuce Podcast. It is April, and I decided that we should do... April is the cruelest month. Oh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've done this. Basically, what we do for all of April is review some of the worst sequels of all time. We torture ourselves. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Uh, USA Today called this week's movie uh, number 17 out of 50 worst sequels of all time. Oof. Yes. Yes. So we are excited to bring you Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Can you believe it? I can't. You can't believe it. <laughs> I was trying to think if it was Paul Blart 2 Mall Cop. No, it's Paul, Paul Blart, Blart Mall, Cop Mall Cop 2, which is really dumb. It should be just be Paul Blart 2. Yeah. Mall Cop. Yeah, well, I guess. Right? Couldn't you have just called it Paul Blart with like mm-hmm. another, not Paul Blart Mall Cop, yep. but Paul, Paul Blart? Yes. Nominated for Teen Choice Award for Comedy. <laughs> an actor and actress supporting or actress yes also nominated for golden raspberries the same year for worst picture worst actor worst director worst screenplay worst prequel remake ripoff or sequel and worst screen combo for kevin james and his segue <laughs> poor segue we bring you paul blart mall cop 2 oof we sure do uh, like we said, this does star Kevin James again in the yeah. title role of Paul Blart. I just want to see how many times I could say Paul Blart, I'm sure which you is a lot. Um, did you know uh, a little bit of information about this movie, Jeremy? That this movie is one big gigantic ad for Win Casinos back in the day. For Steve Wynn's casino. Before. This, is, this is just a big ad for it? Pretty much. Did you know that? I didn't. Yeah, it's in, in 2014, the Nevada Film Office announced that Sony Pictures had been awarded the first candidate of eligibility. I can't talk. Eligibility? Sure, you're, you said it and I didn't. For tax credit for the first time mm. to film. And they, they filmed in... Um, the Wynn uh, Casinos, Steve Wynn, who uh, later would become the Republican National whatever committee guy yeah. who got, you know, banned because of, uh, well, oh, sexual misconduct. Oh, Ooh, surprise. Surprise. Woohoo. This is a happy Madison production. Uh, do you have any other information about this movie? Um, I know that it was originally supposed to be a lot darker. Uh, it seems like it was supposed to be darker. Well, did, okay. So here are some things I had read about it. It was supposed to be, well, Kevin James wanted to be in the Mall of America to begin with. Okay. In uh, 2012. It almost have made more sense. Well, anything would have made more sense than this movie. So here was the, the original thing. There was a producer... Or who said that there was a character that was originally written into it called the Shadow Man. 
uh, it was going to be a godlike being who put Paul Blart through his trials. What? He was going to basically make him do certain things. He was going to put him through these trials. Uh, after a great amount of discussion, it was decided to remove the character, seeing that the studio wanted to keep the film grounded in reality. So they removed the Gr- super... Oh, grounded in reality. Well, before there were supernatural characters. Sure. And the whole point was that uh, <laughs> originally, uh, in an earlier cut of the movie, it was uh, made explicit that Paul Blart was an in- indestructible man, tormented by his inability to die. What? As he lost everything he ever cared about. Now, this movie does start out really weird. <laughs> like, what? You were going to make him, like, an, you were going to make him yeah. a guy cursed by the gods not to die. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Like, what were you trying for? Can I, can I tell you the tagline to this movie? Oh, please do. Vegas has a new high roller. Uh, yeah, because uh, I guess because the Segway thing. Yeah. Which he's not really on it that much no. in this movie, so I'm like, mm, whatever. So I'm like, why? Like, and every poster for this had the Segway. Yep. Every uh, trailer yep. was very. It's always Segway heavy with his stuff. Yes. And it's just kind of like, I don't know. This movie, the original one, what came out in 2010, 2009. Yeah, something like that. This yeah. movie feels like it was six years. Well, they well obviously, I don't think we should have made a sequel to Paul Blart. Yeah, we could have left it. We could have left it alone, right? Yeah, but we are a podcast about sequels, so we are going to talk about it, uh-huh. and we are going to talk about what maybe we could have done differently or what worked. Uh, the latter is going to be a little bit yeah. short on that list, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, um, no, I feel you. But, I feel you. Um, but I just feel like this was almost, if you are going to do it, five, six years too late. Like, this is a, these, these are movies that work in the early aughts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, it's also kind of a kid's movie. Well, they... I Not a kid's like, movie, but kind of like... Yeah. The humor is more... It's more... I think age universal than yeah yeah no I think I think the problem that I saw with it was like it was made yeah some of the some of the humor that Kevin James had like in the first one with his like little asides or his whole we've all seen the trailer thing where he goes to slide behind the sign doesn't make it and so he like scooches more and more it was like they took those things that people laughed at and then. Like made hyperactive versions of the like basically it was like they they turned up they they cranked it up on those so like he gets slapped and then he like keeps making comments about it and yeah like whatever and I'm like oh my god just stop like yeah just you can you can be funny with a look an expression or whatever but you don't need to keep saying things like correct if there's no point to what you're saying don't say it like I got really tired of him hearing him like. Here's the part. Here's here's what this movie does terrible. Every scene of this movie takes way too long, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's, the jokes. The reason why the jokes don't work is because every scene is too long. Yes. Right. Yeah. Every time he does does a joke or a pratfall or whatever physical comedy, 
it's it's not that it's hyperactive. I think it just goes on too long. Right. Right. And to the point where I'm like, okay, got it, got the joke. Yeah. And it wasn't funny to start with. So why are we wasting five more minutes? Well, and that's you know what I mean. That's the thing. I think Kevin James can be funny, and I think he Correct. can. He can do things like I think about. Um, I did enjoy him in the movie Hitch, mm-hmm. but I also Correct. think the way he did it, he still has the same comedy that I think worked in Paul Blart Mall Cop, the original one. But he, it's almost like he, uh, just just ramped it up for this one. Like, I think when Kevin James does something, he uses expressions, maybe a little bit interact or a little bit of commentary and stuff like that. He's fine. Too much in this one. Right. Correct. You know, I just think it's just, it's, I don't know. And it's not like this movie starts very weird. Right. Yeah. For me. To where it's like tragic stuff happens to this guy. Can we? Why don't I? Can I give a synopsis real quick? You can. Okay. So let me let me just give you an overall synopsis. And then okay. We'll talk about okay. How they get there? Why don't, why don't this, you stop me from talking? Well, I will then. Jeez. I will. Here I go. I really, you know, sometimes when we're doing <laughs> this podcast, I feel like. No, go ahead. Okay. Uh. So. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, six years after the heroic Black Friday rescue at New Jersey's West Orange Pavilion Mall, Paul Blart finds himself in a dazzling Las Vegas with his daughter Maya to attend the Security Officers Training Association convention. However, instead of resting and having fun, the overprotective father unearths a well-planned conspiracy as the suave art collector and steely criminal Vincent Sofel and his skilled gang of robbers intend to steal a rare art collection. Now it's up to the selfless protector, Paul, and his equally experienced team of security guards to save the day. Will the mall cop carry through the most difficult mission of his entire career? But but I want to read a different synopsis to you. That I don't know. I'm like, what? I just want to read the start of it to you. Paul Blart dies. And is given another chance at life. That's how this other one starts. What? I was, <laughs> what they, movie did you watch? What movie did they? Paul Blart didn't die. Is there, is there like a theory about Paul Blart? I don't know. Not being that's, alive that I don't know about. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm I don't want to rewatch it to figure out this theory. But go yeah. ahead. So the movie starts out with his his wife Jama Mays, who played his wife in the first one, right. She couldn't, because she had a, a conflict schedule with, with Glee. Glee. Yeah, and Dark Matters. But you didn't, she was not in Dark Matters. Yes, yeah, she was. No, she wasn't. Yes, yeah, she was. Um, but you didn't need to. I will fight to, you. With the, no, she, was in a, she was not in Dark Matters. She was in Dark Matters, but that's no, okay. No, she wasn't. Our audience knows better. No, they don't. Remember yeah. when we saw that and I said, oh, look, look it's Jamie Yeah, Mays. they do know better. They know she's I not know in Dark see, Matters. She was in, she's she was not in, in the movie. Show she's not in the TV show Dark no, but Matters. It was like a reenactment thing. And it there wasn't. she was. I was like, wow, Jamie Mays. It was some other bug-eyed redhead. Bug-eyed redhead. <laughs> so, anyway, so she couldn't join back up with it, and I think this is part of what irritates me. I think this is where it really, like, what's the point? Then? I don't, I don't find the humor in like, yeah. So 
you then like make the worst things happen to yeah and to I'm Paul. Like, okay, I get that. I'm surprised he didn't get rid of her and replace her with Leah Rimini, since that <laughs> seems to be his mo. <laughs> Show after Kevin show. can't wait. Yeah, Kevin can't to get wait a new to add Leah Remini to the to cast. add his different wife played by Leah Remini. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how she escaped Scientology. By the way, Was like it? Kevin James just like Kevin pulled James her, is pulled her out of. Sorry, his I need her for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we get that girl that played Stacy Carosi? <laughs> Let's get her. Oh, I'm sorry, Kevin. She's trapped in Scientology. Let's get her anyway. Yeah. So instead of saying, oh, well, she's off doing this or like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like there's a conference she's at. Yeah. I mean, you also could have. Instead of writing a big part for her. She's opening a store somewhere. Instead of of making a big part for her. So you could have made all this happen. Like instead of doing a big part, just make something happen where she's like, okay, well, she's pregnant. She can't travel. Right. Something like that. And then those two can still go off. Right. But instead, you, they, they open saying, after he got married, six days after he got married, she served him with divorce papers. Right. Because of uncontrollable vomiting. Yes. Which after being is with him. terrible to begin with. Which, A, it thought this was a comedy, not really that funny. No. And B, that's the dumbest thing. Yeah. That's how you write her off? Yeah, right? Please. Yeah, it's just again a bunch of fun a bunch of fat jokes yeah. that they just get Leah Remini. Yeah, right? Yeah. And not only that, so his mother Shirley Knight. Yeah, Shirley yeah. Knight. Uh who just recently passed away last year. Did she? Yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um she although her soul left her body in two thousand fifteen. <laughs> um, yes. After she, she got made this. hit by a milk truck. No, I just from making this movie. Oh, well, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So no, so Shirley Knight, she goes out to get the paper and gets hit by a milk truck. They just kill his but mom too. But here's the thing: I don't understand this. Paul isn't a terrible character, right? Right. There's nothing really mean about Paul. Yeah. He's a little overzealous. He's a little protective, like overprotective yeah. of his daughter, but really there's nothing bad about him, right? Right. There's nothing like we're we're cheering or not cheering for Paul. Yeah. Like, but we're not expecting like shit to happen to him. Right. Like terrible things. Yeah. Like that's dumb. Yeah, I agree. Oh, well, okay. Especially she, because she's too old and she can't, you know. Yeah. She can't go to Vegas. Again, yeah. She, you know, you can do things to not have them yeah. go. I mean, it's fine. I don't see I don't see the don't need for the, the cruelty of the, the, you know, in this. I guess to hype up his loneliness, but, but like, even, that even though we don't even focus like, on it. But even with the villain at the end, it doesn't really manifest you know, but it like into character development no, for Paul. No, you don't get a sense of um, like in the first movie. I got a sense of the loneliness and kind of the sadness aspect of it because of they did it right. They told yeah. it through the story, which was he was raising Maya because his wife had died, right? And so that's why he was raising her, right? And so he already Realistic. has a sad backstory. Yeah. So why do you need to do these other things to him? That's what I mean. 
Yeah, it just was too much for me. Like, it actually started this movie off leaving a bad taste in my mouth. Like, right at the beginning. Like, right at the beginning. Yeah. Lee, and it's also like, Paul's not... He's pathetic in a way that not... He's pathetic. It's like he doesn't mean to be... Yeah. Like, pathetic, but he is. Yeah. So it's like, why... You're just shitting on him more. And I don't think that's fair. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's... That's funny. Yeah. And I don't even think it's very creative. No. I think it's just hurtful. And I think that's a lot of why, like, so, like, this movie has missteps for me. Like, the first one, he was pathetic like that. But, and they kind of, like, the the other, the, like, the bad guys and some of the other people there make fun of him and treat him poorly. Right. But, but you don't get the sense that, like. But his love for Jamie Mays' character softens him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's also what I'm saying, though, is, like, it felt like they took the humor from the first one and, like, ramped it up, but it just, like, and just, it just bled yeah. over everything else. Yeah. Like, I, I probably would have found more humor in this if it wasn't just for how much they had beat him up with with some of that. Um, but even in the first movie, like, people then see his worth with stuff. Right, that's what I mean. Like, um, I'm not really seeing any worth of him, and I'm like, I'm not seeing like, for instance, I don't find him like he's not. He's it's weird how confident he he lacks. He he lacks confidence, right? Yeah. But when he tries to like show the confidence, yeah, it never manifests itself in a way. That um, either helps the humor go along or even the plot. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, it's hard to describe. Yeah. Like, it's just very much just kind of stale. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't, it just didn't have the right, same. Right, the character. Yeah. I, it just, this whole thing just felt like it was a misstep. They amped up the wrong stuff. It was like they. Right. It's like there is a little bit of humor in a little bit of cruelty to to the character but, but before we, we went backwards with the yeah, character. Yeah, we did. Instead of going forwards. Yeah. I actually think this could have been an opportunity to say, guess what you liked about the first movie? We ain't doing any of that. Yeah. In fact, we're going to make him like kind of be this dorky MacGyver diehard kind of thing. Yeah. Where he takes stuff out of the ordinary and goes... Because there's moments in this movie where he's like, you're not a real security guard. Those buttons are like yes. this, 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 this. But if I saw more of that... Exactly. I would have been like, boom, this guy is an idiot savant. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I would have liked it a lot more. The bubbling yeah. this would have played a little bit better. Exactly. In the exactly. vein of like Mr. Bean and the Johnny English... Yeah. Kind of thing where he's suave but kind of dorky. Yes. In the same moment, so it's like John, you know, McLean, but who trips over his feet because and he has to walk. Completely agree. Any, do you know what I mean? Yes, completely agree. And <laughs> like, I think it's that's just what... like, why not go that route I where think... he's like advances skills a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Well, but he's still bumbling. Right. I think that like, so I'm I'm watching this and I'm thinking to myself. You know what would make this play better? You know, we, we talk about in movies where we're like, 
look, I would have liked that, but you took yourself too seriously. Mm -hmm. If you'd have played around with it a little bit and not like tried to be like, we will be this great action movie. And you're like, oh my God, if you would have made it a little more tongue in cheek, it'd have been fine. This movie. Other way around. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's tongue in something, <laughs> but, it, but it ain't tongue in cheek. Nope, it's tongue in it, some, yeah, something. It's uh, a bird. It, t- tongue in light socket. Yeah, it, it's like you didn't need to. You should have taken it a little more seriously. You should have. Because I, I'm with you. Like the character of Paul Blart in himself, like I like it because he reminds me of John McClane of more of like. The your, realistic. your average Joe John yes. McClane, where he's like, he's a mall cop and he fails at stuff and he's right. had a you know these rough things and like he hurts, he's got hypoglycemia, he's like, you know, he's this average dude, but that he still is doing these John McClane type things. To me, that's where some of the humor is. Yeah, but we're and it let's put a better fanny pack on one. him and have him like argue with his daughter. Yeah, for thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah. And then we don't get any of the action until the last half, and it's almost too late. Yes. Like, can we can we talk about the like the villain for a second? Yeah. Which uh, he's played by the guy from the Arrowverse, um, McDonough. Yeah. What's his name. Who's uh, great in there? <laughs> the Arrowverse. Yeah. Neil you know, McDonough. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's his bucket from Green Arrow? Yeah. He's better in um, Damian Dark. Damian Dark. Yeah. yeah. He's better in uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow as Damian Dark. Yeah. But we've talked about that. Yeah. Where he has kind of that, that sly sense of humor. You misused him correctly. He always plays like the scumbag or the bad guy. But we're not really like his. When we finally get to him. Yeah. It's like we. What's the point? Yeah. We needed him to come into it like really soon. Like before. Yes. You know. 45 minutes into the movie he doesn't even he doesn't even meet up or talk to him till 30 till halfway through till the 50 percent mark missed opportunity yeah like by far that that character should have been like we should have been already at like this should have been like a montage yeah of hey i got ucla hey i got this uh big opportunity to go to vegas yeah. all that should have been like during the credits and we should have been in vegas already Yes, uh, just a lot of this movie was very slow yeah. in its execution. But but and its they plot. were just we should have gone fast, fast, fast. Right, but comedy they focused fast. on Kevin James doing more like mm-hmm. not just slapstick, but like I don't know what you would call something that's slappier than slapstick. Uh, slappy stick, <laughs> slop stick, slop stick. Yes, yeah. it was slop stick. Yeah, it was sloppy yes. slapstick. It was yes. slop stick. It was slop stick. It really was. There was that when there was that scene where he slides, and in the first one he he doesn't slide far enough, and this one he slides too far. Yeah, and so he scoots himself back. Yeah, I'm like okay, great, we've seen that already. Can we but just it, do? It other could have been funny do- if the rest of it was not already so over the top. Right. By the time we got to that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like it's something that should have made me laugh would have been that it just was lost on me yes by that point. it's either either take it more serious or don't or go more <clears throat> obscure right right like, those are your two choices i think for this movie yeah like this movie could have either been like so ridiculous that it's so bad it's fun yeah which it doesn't land that or it's more serious in tone 
but the bumbling kind of yeah you know diehardness of it either way it's just a missed opportunity in this so let me let me ask you this because we've also said like there's a lot of missteps with the humor in this I think mm-hmm. but was there anything with the humor that did land well with you not much um it's just it's like when you it, even when you take a little too much time with humor yeah that's when it should be discomfort humor yeah right like the office or like stuff like that yeah where you're like oh we're in a comfortable situation and we can't get out of it that's not even this movie like we don't even have like we kind of do but we don't it's more that like he's bumbling Yes. Um, there is that moment in the elevator that I laughed, where there it's the um, mini kiss, the the mini kiss, where they're um, you know shorter people. Yeah, you would say, and they're dressed as yeah, they're, kiss. they're little people who do kiss reenactment. Right, and yeah. he says, "Do you guys play Beth? No, we don't play Beth," which is really funny. Yeah, for Kiss fans because they're like, "Oh, are they gonna are they gonna play Beth?" Because yeah. Beth is their hit, yeah. but Beth isn't the rock out kiss yeah. that we know. And then he leaves and he's like, I told you we should have played Beth. Yeah. And for some reason I thought that was funny. Not now, because, Jerry. Because it's obscure comedy. Yes. Right? It was almost like, I wanted more of that if you're going to go down that and, route. And it, it was uncomfortable because they were it just kind of silent having this awkward conversation. And the beats worked. Yeah. And and at no point, like, I liked it because at no point do they bring up that it's mini kiss or anything like that. He just talked right. to him like a kiss cover band. A kiss cover band. Right. Yeah. We and, didn't point and, out that. But that was you know? great. Like, Kevin James does really good with that kind of, like, awkward humor right. and the pacing. Um, And so, like, that whole transaction for me worked. Right. And, but I wanted so much more of that. Mm. And I'll, I'll tell you, like, one thing I saw that I really, like, I felt like I was almost there enjoying it. And I laughed at parts of it where he is in this garden courtyard trying to calm down before he's giving this speech. He goes out there. It's very nice. He, like, kind of says a couple things to uh, this, this pianist who's, you know, just playing ambiance kind of music. And a crane comes out and he's just like, oh, hey, you know, and the, the it's a standard thing with the bird acts unruly. I mm-hmm. feel every time I go to the zoo, the ostriches try to kill me. And so, like, I feel for this, like, I know what it's like to have some big ass bird who wants to, to murder you. Right. Uh, and so he the crane is getting like up in his face and he's like, oh, my God. Although I think, like, I was just like, okay, just play this cool. Don't be too over the top. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then he's, like, like, jumping and, like, kicking around. And they have to, like, <laughs> animate the bird because it's, like, oh, my Oh, it's God. a puppet. Yeah. Well, it's part part of it CGI and then part of it's a puppet mm-hmm. where it's fighting him. It's a bad puppet. Like, okay, that should have been shorter or it should have been more subtle. Like, it should have been where he's, like, walking away from it and it's just following him or mm-hmm. something like that. Like... Ramp it up. Don't just go from zero to 60. Like, slowly build the humor with it. And if you want to fight right. it for, like, a minute or have it attack you, fine. But, like, build up to that. And and whatever. Because you're also missing the humor. as like, he's getting attacked and the piano player is just still playing and not helping him. And just smiling like a goon. Like, I thought that... the, the It could have been such a perfect moment in there. 
of awkward, uncomfortable humor. Well, that's what I mean. This could have been like, oh, hey, um, I would have liked Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 to be an obscure comedy. Wouldn't yeah. that have been like weird? Like, even if it was weird and it took some swings. Yeah. I would have applauded it for taking swings. Yes. For having that weird comedy. To say, you know what? We're going to up the comedy and make it even yeah. kind of like weird in a way. And have like things happen, but it doesn't, right? And I yeah. think they they missed the opportunity. On I, that. Would, and I, I agree would've... with you on the on the on the bird. Yeah, the piano guy made me laugh because he yeah. was just like smiling the whole time, <laughs> like like he's just oblivious to all yes. of it. Uh huh. Sure. Or you he's know. seen that bird take out way yep. too many people. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I feel like they really miss like they, and this is not the only incident of that there's tons of incidents where it's like whoop i can see where like the humor you know it was forming it was trying to get there and then we just let whether it was kevin james kept amping it up take after take or was directed to do it or whatever like you can see where a scene started to form and then it got away over and over. Yes. And that's what, like, it kind of breaks my heart with this movie a little bit, too. Yes. Like, I, I mean, this is not a movie I was looking forward to seeing or whatever, honestly. But I think there were missteps. And I think that the Paul Blart frame, it could have been a good franchise, too. Well, because I I go back to the John McClane thing, right? Like, Oh, what I said? I yeah, 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 yeah. I would have liked for this to be like when people go what's a good action movie yeah even though it's a comedy or what's a good goes, action Paul comedy Mall oh, Cop Paul, Paul Blart that guy's badass I would have liked you could have had him be like who's a yeah, guy who but instead we're like let's stereotype like bigger people yes into being bumbling idiot like it could have been like this this inclusiveness of like all of a sudden you have a bigger person who's an action hero yes you know what I mean you yeah. could have represented that yeah but instead, you're like, eh. but I, I know I'm, I'm asking a lot from a movie called Paul Blart. Yeah. But I'm just like, you could have like totally like screwed with people and yeah. said, boom, this is just like the yeah. first movie. And they totally switched it on them. Yes. And and people would be like, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah. And they would have been like, wait, is the first one like that? I can't remember. Yeah. Because it's been like six years. There's also no fan service. If there are fans of this movie, which I'm sure there are of the first movie, there's no fan service from the first movie to this movie. Right? I mean, except for like the, the slapstickiness, there, there's no like, because it's set in a different, you know, yeah. it's not a set really in the mall. Yeah. It's set in Vegas. There's no like mall aspects that you yeah know, mall rat well and people. we never we never leave the win really no we don't yeah you know um, it's mostly shot in there yeah there i mean it's it, pretty much one big infomercial for yeah for that property yeah and they um for a tax write-off yeah or, and they um i have a little bit of difficulty with the it it doesn't have a lot of fan service Honestly, I don't think there's that much from the first one. It's really all that memorable. Um, like the slide and the Segway thing. But think about it. I don't remember Paul Blard, really, the first movie, until we watched the trailer for both yeah. these movies before we watched the movie. I went, oh, yeah, that's Paul Blard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? But the first movie was just such a culture hit, though, Jeremy. Yeah. Like, everyone was talking about how this, you know, this movie was, you know, this family movie kind of was fun to go take your family to. Yeah. And, you know, have a have a laugh. Yes. And why this movie is kind of family-oriented or the humor is, is juvenile in a way, I just don't think it's that's fair on kids to just be all like, here you go. This is acceptable for you. Yeah. When there's multiple choices out there, you know, for family movies that actually, there's not even like really that much of a lesson that really gets learned. It right. just looks like you're going to go to UL, UL, LC. I can't UCLA. talk to you. UCLA. Yeah. See? This movie shook me to the core. <laughs> it made me switch up everything. All right. Yeah, I I just like I don't know. Yeah. It's just so there's not movie, a lot to this say. Movie this just, movie just it you know as as much as I wasn't like I wasn't looking really looking forward to seeing this or like you know, going nuts with anything, but like at the same time, like I did hope for better than what this did. Yeah. I don't know. Should we do our five questions? Yeah, we can go ahead. I and, think we're, yeah. There's really, we need to say. There's just so much you can wax poetic about Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. Also, Rainy Rodriguez. Right. The, who, his daughter. Who is the, yeah, his daughter. Yeah. Who we realize part of the way through watching it is the older sister of Manny. Rico Rodriguez, yeah. who played Manny on uh, Modern I Family. I think you said it best when you said, oh, she's the Spencer Breslin. <laughs> she's the Spencer Breslin of, of the Rodriguez's. Yeah. He yeah. um, but when you when you look at her, you can see the family resemblance. Right, it didn't strike um, me until we read that. And look, I'm like, oh shit, her acting is what it is. It's it's not the best. She has a good voice. Oh, she so she does a lot of like voice yeah. overwork right now. Um, I honestly don't think the kid from Modern Family is really that that much talent. People are like, oh, he's talented. I'm like, yeah, when he was younger, but. I just yeah. think now that he's grown up, I think this shtick. Yeah. Like, I well, even he think needs, her shtick is kind of like... He needs a different role. Right. Like, he needs... Honestly, I don't think they're bad acting kids. I you think know, they're like, just set... I think... I think he, yeah, I think he needs another... He needs another role, to So he's not typecast as Manny. And yeah. I think, like, with her, she needs to get a little bit different experience. Because she... Uh, she was on uh, a show, something. Uh, what was it? Something in Alley. Kate was it? No, Kate Austin Nally? and Alley. Was it Kate and Alley? No, it wasn't Kate and Alley. Austin she and Alley on the Disney Kate show. And Alley? So she She's was on the Disney Channel. Uh, Austin and Alley. Not Kate and Alley. Yeah, it was Kate and Alley. Well, they're doing a reboot. I don't know. Oh, whatever. They were. It was Austin and Alley, some sort of Disney. You know where they were musicians or whatever. But she was a regular character on there. Okay. So, you know, like, it's kind of that she's learned to act over-the-top Disney Disney Channel style. And so... Right. You know, I'm sure with some time and getting away from that, like, we'll probably see maybe some better stuff from her. I hope we do. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just might take some time. But it might be the difference between she did Disney, like, Spencer Breslin. Yeah. Abigail Breslin, you know, did other stuff. You know who I like? Jane Curtin. Jane Curtin? Yeah, she was Kate a Kate Nally. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. All right, five questions. Five questions. What's your favorite part of Kate and Allie? 
My favorite part of Kate and Allie would be Allie. <laughs> what? Kate. Team Kate. Team Allie. Know. Allie was Jane Curtin, right? Yeah. Who was the other one? I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Kate and Allie. <laughs> are, you, are you really doing Kate and Allie? Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay, right. Kate and Allie. Kate and Allie. Allie. There you go. I almost spelled it wrong. I thought it was Susan St. James. Is it? Yeah. It is Susan St. James. Thank you. Booyah. I know my Kate and Allie. That's right. So, yeah, Team Allie. Yeah, fine. yes, because Jane Curtin was Allie. Yeah. She was Kate. Were they kind of like uh, the Odd Couple? Kind of. In a way? Team Chip. Team Chip, whatever. <laughs> Anywho. You don't like. I get, you I don't like poetic. You don't like Frederick Kohler. I think we need to review all 122 episodes of Kate and Alley. Perfect. Let's do it. It's yeah. our new. It's our new show. We actually Mirage could. You know, we could have her. Yeah, and she could be our Alley Cat, Kate and Alley Cat. What do you think is the best part of this movie? <laughs> What's the best part of that last joke? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Might segue out of it. Um, it looks segways. This is, um, it's hard. This is not a great movie um, yeah. at all. Um, and we talked about really kind of like its strengths, what it does have. But I'm going to tell you what I think the best part of this movie is. The brightness of it, of the casino, and it's it's bright. The visual appeal. The visual brightness yeah, of the I'll movie. It's not like for the doom and gloom aspect of the beginning it's bright yeah and you can look at it when you're listening to bad jokes or bad i don't know do you know and and for the most part i think it's very well shot yes it's it's kind of well shot which is terrible that it just didn't turn out that well yeah same director of um the um the one musical the pot musical what's that Oh, Reefer Madness? Reefer Madness. Same director. Andy Fickman? Yeah. He directed Reefer Madness. Oh, and Race to Witch Mountain. Yes. Yeah. This is a fine director. He directed, he was the executive producer. Of Kate Nally? Of Kevin Can Wait. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. He's probably a, most of these people are Kevin James players. Like, even his wife is in this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she. She's one of the bad guys. Yeah, she is. Adam Sandler's wife is in it too. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's well, the lady at the bar who gets hit on by oh, the that drunk is Adam security Sandler's guard. Wife. Yeah, that's yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I forgot that's what she looks like. Um, but so uh, I mean, it's I thought it was filmed very well. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Um, I in the first Paul Blart movie, um, like the I mean, main I'm not shots. Done answering my question, but go ahead. What did you say? Well, I wasn't done talking. Oh, about go that. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm done now. <laughs> Are you really? Or did I? Just... Well, I think n- not only was it shot very well, but the chemistry between Susan St. James and Jane <laughs> Curtin and Kate Nally oh was just so great that it lasted for 122 episodes. I mean, 122 six glorious seasons, episodes. Six seasons of that glorious sitcom, Kate Nally. And the movie. No, go ahead. What's your favorite part of <laughs> no, Paul? I, I was going to say to your point, like. In the first Paul Blart, like, mm-hmm. you get the mall interiors, which is fine and all, and, like, some good shots there. But when they got into, like, shops, it felt like they were just, like, cheap sets. 
I don't know, cheap. Yeah, but like you got since they were not in the same actual building. Yeah, like like a studio. Yeah, they didn't feel like they were the same. Like sometimes I got real disconnect from that. But in this one, like it always feels like, like you feel like it's the hotel. Yeah, Yeah. it looks it looks very good. Like kudos for the way they shot that here. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Wynn himself was a like a art collector. Yes. You know, and that that's the main plot. Yeah. That they're trying to steal. The art is kind of fun in that meta aspect, yeah. but it's just is not something that works very well. Yes. But it's shot fun. Yeah. You know, so Yeah. Um, I think uh for me the best part of this movie, um, it's really like it's it's those moments where they're not over the top. And there's not a lot. And there's not a lot of those. But when they happen, they make me laugh. Like the kiss thing. Or like be right before the, he starts actually getting in the fight with the bird. Like Because those are simple. Yeah, because they're, they're simple. simple things. And if they kept it simple, I, there would be so much more of this I would like. But those simple moments, there's not a ton of them. There's not nope. enough of them, unfortunately. But the when they're there, I very much enjoy those simple moments. And like I wish there was more... But the ones yeah. that were there, I did enjoy, and they did make me smile. It's not like, you know, some movies where I've sat through stone face through the whole thing. Yeah, so. I agreed. Uh, do you think this movie stands on its own? Um, I mean, no. There's... They continue to talk about the Black Friday thing. Yeah. And if you don't know the first movie, you're kind of at a loss for that. Yeah. So I don't think it necessarily stands on its own because uh-huh. that's why he's there for the convention. Yeah. Having said that, setting it in, I guess, a different area helps. Yeah. But it also hurts the aspect of like moving this movie forward. Yeah. So no, I don't think so. Okay. You? Um, what do you think? I think it does. See, I don't think it does. And, see, I think it does because again, we have the expository stuff at the beginning. I think it tells you enough about the Black Friday thing. They specifically call it out and say what happened. Yes, but because of the fact that all the bad shit that happens to them, it's like you're just cutting that and saying, we don't even care about that. And I don't even think that's fair, so I say it doesn't. I think... Well, I think it does. And I think it doesn't. I know. And you're allowed to think that. Let me finish my thought. Okay, go ahead. So they, I'll sit they, here and watch they have the, the uh, pilot to Kate Nally while you do that. Okay. So they they talk about the uh, the incident and they make reference to it. I think it's one of those movies where it does stand on its own, but I think that it would be better. Mm-hmm. It's one of those where it's like, it's okay not knowing, but it's better if you have yeah. seen the first one. So it's like it stands on its own, but not as strongly as it would. Okay. You know, if you had seen it. Okay. One of those. I'll give you that in your argument. Okay. Thank I will. you. I appreciate but that. Let me, but let me ask you a little bit something. Okay. Yeah. Jane Curtin. Do you think Susan St. James always <laughs> did shows with ampersands in them? Because you had McMillan and wife. McMillan yeah. and wife. Yeah. Kate and Allie. Uh-huh. Anyway, question three. Good question three. Does this make you want to watch the first Absolutely one? Absolutely not. But it does make me want to watch either McMillan and Wife or Kate and Allie. <laughs> yeah. It actually does not make me want to watch... McMillan uh, and Wife? No, nothing makes me want to watch McMillan and Wife. Not even Rock Hudson? No. 
the, the, uh, the, uh, um, yeah, I, I think that it really doesn't make me want to watch the first one, mainly just because, um, you know, like, it, nothing makes me, I think it's, when we see some of these movies, they make you almost like, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a nostalgic for the first one a right. little bit. Like you see a movie and you're like, God, I love that first one too. Nope. This doesn't make me want to go back and watch nope. that. And I'm trying to think of like, we've had plenty of sequels where I'm like, wow, that is so much worse than the first one. Like the first one is fun and this is just like way off the rails. I know there are examples of them out there, but I just can't think of them off the top of my head. The whole time we were watching, I was trying to think of it. But uh, yeah, it just, it just, is like it derailed what was there. I I don't even know. It just there there's such a this is just such a big misstep. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Oh, cancel. Although there was this moment where they were kind of um where he had his little team yes. of people where I'm like, hey, yeah. we could be have like a Paul Blard mall cop kind of team where they're you know going around helping people become you know security guards or whatever or like you know paul blart mall cop academy yeah or something or what if he started like a team of mall cops who were more like soldiers of fortune they could call them the b team for blart or what if we move to the next question <laughs> So, just in case you're wondering. I wasn't. <laughs> oh. I think they should cancel this, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of me wants to continue it, because, like, part of me is like... No. I think about... Part of me does, and no. be, because... What? <laughs> Let me answer. No. Part, part of me does, because I think of, like, Die Hard, Die Hard 2, oh, Die okay. Hard 3. Yeah. And, like, I love Die Hard 3. And part of me is like, maybe if they could get these flaws under control maybe the third one would be enjoyable again <laughs> like i i i think there's enough potential to like i want to give it a little bit of a chance but i know that they're gonna squander it so yeah, like i don't squander even wanna... every moment of it you know like if they didn't fix the second one and and that this was such a dud yeah. The third one's not gonna. No, they're not gonna. They're not gonna course correct. No. But I could have hope that they would have. And not that the plot just isn't even there to move on to a third movie. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we didn't build enough of a mythology. No. In anything, you no. could have, like we yeah. said. Yeah. And I agree. And I'm sorry, I was cutting you off. I just was having a little fun. But I agree with you on the aspect of, like, let's say this was that diehard kind of thing. Then I could have seen you, like, going forward and doing a third movie. Yeah. And having this weird kind of trilogy of movies that were, it just kind of ups, you know, and does something different yeah. every time. So. Yeah. Uh, sum up your experience in two words. Oh, craps. Oh, craps? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it was set in Vegas. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. It was and like my craps. jokes aren't going to be as funny. Like, look, this movie doesn't deserve my good jokes. Mainly because I can't think of any. <laughs> right now. Because I keep thinking of Kate and Hallie. 
And now I remember watching this episode with Kate and Allie. Yeah. Where I think it was Allie's son kept dumping stuff down the toilet and it pissed off Kate so much because he would clog the toilet. Yeah. It was like the first time I really heard a toilet on television. Really? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, okay. And he kept doing that. And I thought maybe I should throw stuff down my toilet, but I knew I'd get in trouble. Yeah. That's why I say, oh, craps. Okay, thank you. Good to know. <laughs> Go ahead. What's your two words? Uh, mall flop. Mall flop. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah yours was actually more clever than mine. <laughs> Once I, again. I could retroactively give you Paul Fart. <laughs> Paul Fart. Damn it. <laughs> Paul Fart can I, mall can I, flop. Can I, Paul, Paul f- Fart. Right? Yes. Yes, Paul Fart. It's perfect. Ma- and yours would be mall, mall flop. flop. Okay. So we're just calling this Paul Fart mall, mall flop. <laughs> Can't even say it wrong. You heard Go it ahead. here first. Yeah. This will be on Twitter. <laughs> Go ahead. Why? Why? Um, because it was like you took the things that did make the first one enjoyable and you basically kind of didn't didn't get them stood up you didn't get them no you relied too heavily on the slapstick or the slopstick piece of it <laughs> and not the you know more of the kind of way it was delivered or anything like that like there was just so much it was missing and i thought that a lot of the humor in it was more cruel than you know needed to be I don't know. I just there's a lot that went wrong with this. The, mm. the story was not fleshed out the way it should have been. The humor was off. You know, I uh, there was just so much that was missing, and it had potential. I I do think that I will say, like, regardless of how I feel about it, I will say that this movie I thought had more potential, and it just didn't live up to it. Hmm. I agree. Mall flop. Mall flop. Well, I think that concludes yeah. this movie. Yeah. So um, this would uh, be uh, Paul Fart, Mall <laughs> Flop, Flop, Two, Deuce. All that makes total sense. <laughs> Where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us uh, on at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, a lot of those podcatchers. Mm. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at the Deuce. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Deuce Podcast, uh, or you can also find us on the No Phony Podcast Network website, uh, nophonynetwork.com. Uh, our broadcasts are up there, as well as many others, including sketch comedy, mm-hmm. uh, sports podcasts. Mm-hmm. You have pop culture podcasts. Uh, you have. Uh, like audio dramas, you have reading podcasts, a little bit of stuff for everybody. So uh, make sure you get out there and listen to that as well. Listen to them as well. That's true. That is very true. So um, that concludes this episode. Uh, tune in next week for April is the cruelest month. We'll be doing Escape Plan 2. Stallone called this movie the most horrible produced film that I ever had the misfortune to be in. So look forward to that one. (laughs) That guy directed Staying Alive. All right. Remember, wear a mask, social distance, get the vaccine. And remember, the sequel is king. 
Hello world, here I am standing over this little old town called America. On precious stone, dangling off heaven's shoulder, wide-eyed, and it's time to go. Yeah.